Welcome to Platypod, the official podcast of the Committee for the Anthropology of Science, Technology, and Computing. Here, we host dialogues and conversations about the theories, tools, and social interactions that explore questions at the intersection of anthropology and science and technology studies. This bonus content is a reading from Platypus, the Castag blog. Enjoy! Revisiting human-machine relationships and efforts of feminist STS. Alexa, Vixby, the GPS voice, Siri. AI, artificial intelligence assistants who operate through and produce algorithms have restructured our everyday lives. From listening to music to getting a sense of where we are, if the GPS is working properly. For users, these assistants have become integral parts of our everyday lives, and human-machine communication has become more intimate than ever. However, little effort has been made to understand this intimacy between humans and machines. Instead, much tension has centered on increasing obsolescence of technology. To recognize machines as sociable and understand human-machine relationships from a different perspective, I revisit feminist SDS, science and technology studies scholars' works. Furthermore, I look at smartphones, which are usually only considered as host for the immaterial AI as social. Feminist perspectives and machines as social artifacts. Feminist scholars such as Haraway, 1988, have argued that the notion of objectivity, an integral part of both the philosophy of science and scientific method, has been associated with masculinity. Furthermore, since the Industrial Revolution, capitalist production has been associated with the usage and dominance of machines and technology in manufacturing. Wasman, 2010, demonstrates how the production of characteristics of technology and machines, which are often associated with objectivity and science, are socially created and sustained. In this aspect, Machines are social artifacts which convey and embody social discourse, power relationships, and social norms. Wegman and Parks, 2021. Wegman and Parks, 2021, also argue that there have been several categories of human-machine relationships, which regard machines as a tool, companion, animal or creature, or slave. Wegman and Parks, 2021, page 3. Feminist STS scholars have questioned these mainstream anthropocentric notions that position humans as dominant and deny agency of non-humans. Mainstream understandings like the discussion of race, identity politics, and regional differences, all of which heavily influence the integration of technology in social settings. However, the aforementioned feminist scholars' arguments pose an important critique on our acceptance of technology as an objective and neutral product. Their critiques on the neutrality of technology are critical in understanding smartphones, which is an assemblage of high-end technology, and relationships between humans and machines. Mainstream views, which view smartphones as abiotic tools, servants, slaves, or companions which only provide convenience have been prevalent and their critiques are helpful in understanding smartphones in an alternative perspective. 
smartphones as social artifacts. I, along with many others, quite literally live with my smartphone 24-7. It wakes me up, entertains me with music, gossips, tortures me with oncoming emails, and sometimes horrifies me with application-based tarot readings. I sometimes think it is almost an external and autonomous organ. With a simple touch, it connects me to people and places, informs me about current events, and records whatever I wish to remember. So, what does and can a smartphone mean to you and me, and how do our smartphones relate to us? Also, how can we think of alternative ways to form a human-machine relationships that do not assume and assert the dominance of human users? Smartphone, as the name suggests, is smart. However, the term smart is actually an acronym for self-monitoring analysis and reporting technology created by IBM in 1995, Miller, Rabo, and Awondo 2021. Looking back in 2022, many descriptions of smartphones match its functions in many ways. How do smartphones help us to self-monitor, analyze, and report to where? And what does usage of these functions of smartphones imply in present day's context of human-machine relationships? We keep hearing about the surveillance tactics of many service providers of platforms, such as Instagram. Despite these existing discourses of constant breaches of privacy, we continue to intimately relate with our smartphones. We, we track our health data, thereby sharing critical and intimate details of our body and habits. Force et al. 2020. Have you ever wondered how many steps you have taken in a day and felt proud or ashamed of yourself? How do we understand our bodies and everyday lives through this data? How does quantification of a user's day and body influence a user's notions of self -support? Moreover, how is our data used to produce new services and products without getting us paid? Answers to these questions become complex if we start to think of smartphones as social artifacts. We often think that smartphones are abiotic machines and simply provide us with a service even if this service is a site of data mining. However, smartphones in our daily lives perform agency in collecting, sorting, and sending data to a designated place. Part of the convenience of the smartphone is in its agency, its ability to effectively and affectively produce data that stirs emotional responses in the users. This data is also brought back to me in the form of suggestions for content and products I can consume in a language that evokes emotional responses in me. For example, my smartphone enables me to access social media which are full of cute animal pictures. I get a daily dose of comfort and energy from those, and I sometimes push the like button on pictures I adore. However, smartphones also enable my data liked pictures, shared reels, to be sent to the platform provider so that it shows me posts based on my preference and in the end to make the user stay longer on the platform.
Of course, the one who pushes like buttons and scrolls the screen is the user. However, the smartphone, in the scene, becomes an abiotic agent, which creates a reciprocal relationship between the user and the platform. It interrupts or encourages certain user behaviors over others, which can lead to unintended consequences. If we discard anthropocentric ideas on the use of smartphones, we can have a different perspective on how smartphones are affecting our lives. Thinking of smartphones as social artifacts through feminist STS perspectives offers us a chance to contemplate on how they affect us, in addition to the cultural, economic, and political implications they have. How would mainstream ideas on human-machine relationships change if we have these thoughts in our mind? Perhaps we must conceptualize alternative ways to think about the human-machine relationships, such as the ones which exist between us and our smartphones. Feminist STS perspectives and critiques are fundamental in this reimagining of human-machine relationships because they open new prospects for pondering related mainstream ideas while raising questions on what people perceive as natural and take for granted. Based on these feminist STS perspectives, I believe that we can propose different views and explanations on the human-machine relationships. By focusing on relationality, and not a novel functional development, we may be able to view smartphones as active actants that relate with us, just like biotic actants, such as humans. Thanks for tuning in. If you have any comments and feedback, feel free to share them with us on the blog. You can find the link to the post in the description of the episode.